Coming up, the D-backs take a series from the Dodgers and the Phillies keep beating the Rockies. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts with the biggest stories on the diamond. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We've got our Locked On MLB host here to tell you everything you need to know from the day in baseball. The Astros now have two games won in the battle of baseball's Texas teams. They got the second in yesterday's biggest game. The biggest game. It got very close at the end, but the Houston Astros had just enough to beat the Texas Rangers for the second straight day. Lockdown Astros has the recap from the winning side postgame. And the Astros beat the Rangers. We are your team every day. Oh, hey there. How's it going? You're back again. Yeah, I figured you would be. The Astros won. That's right. Christian Javier was on the bump, and he shoved today. He looked great. And if it wasn't for Jordan Alvarez throw to home plate to end a mini rally by the Texas Rangers, we might be singing a different tune. But the Astros looked good again today as Chaz McCormick led off with a home run on the first pitch in Globe Life Field. I believe the Rangers have lost 9 of 10 or something like that at home this year. Wow. The Houston Astros have a bona fide two-game win streak. They have an afternoon game in Arlington, and they look to send Justin Verlander to the mound. It's going to be a day game. Jordan Alvarez and Cal Tucker more than likely get the days off, and it is expected that Jose Altuve can return at his earliest on Friday. So the Astros' season is starting to look up as they get back to 500, and they continue to climb the AOS standings. Remember, stay tuned into Locked on Astros. We're your team every day. The Rangers had the tying run against the Houston Astros waiting to come home from third in the ninth inning yesterday, but ended up stranding him there and falling to Houston. Locked on Rangers reviews the loss in Arlington. The Rangers are down 2-1 to one in the Silver Boot Series and lose 4-3 to three in an absolute heartbreaking loss for the Texas Rangers. The tying run was on third base, but they couldn't quite get it home the bottom of the order was fantastic for the texas ranger in this one mitch garver who has been absolutely on one in the worst of ways since his great season opener finally gets his second home run of the season a bomb absolute bomb off of christian avier in the second inning jonah heim continues his mvp campaign uh well oh you know he looks he looks really solid but not a great Base running night for him did have a big double for the Rangers, did have a big walk. Not quite the great base running, a thrown out at home plate by Jordan Alvarez, who is playing left field now, not DHing. Big throw by Jordan Alvarez, not the greatest fielder, but does have a pretty big arm in what would have been the tying run. Another thing that would have been the tying home run is a ball that looked very much like a home run off the bat of Corey Seager. Again, I talked about it on wednesday's episode that you know the balls they have some issues they have some issues they are not consistent the rangers have probably been robbed of at least two to three to maybe even four to five home runs this year because the balls are inconsistent with how far they go 
a really heartbreaking loss for the Rangers ends in a Cole Calhoun strikeout on a very, very good at bat. Just couldn't quite get it done. 100 miles an hour from Ryan Stanek is just a tough thing to fight off. He fought it off as well as he could, but a pretty good day for him in the lineup spot. Literally, as I was criticizing him today, was when the Rangers decided to put him in the top of the lineup. But he had a good day. Looks solid. Another over day for Marcus Simeon, but still some pretty solid plate appearances and solid defense there. Decent start for Glenn Otto tonight in four and a third innings, which he could have gone a little bit longer. Did give up the home run. Brett Martin ended up getting saddled with the loss. Not a super great start to the year for him, but the rest of the pen came in pretty clutch and tried to shut it down as good as they could. As good as they could in four innings. Matt Moore, another two shutout innings. ERA down to 108. Garrett Richards came in and worked two perfect innings. Held off any Houston Astros advance. The Rangers weren't quite up to snuff in this one. And they'll be back at it tomorrow in a what's sure to be a riveting Thursday close to this series in two older pitchers in Martin Perez versus Justin Verlander. I'm looking forward to it. But this one was an absolute heartbreaker. The Yankees beat the Orioles yesterday, but the Yankees are supposed to beat the Orioles. Our Locked On Yankees host reviews the Yankees living up to their expectations on Wednesday. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Orioles 5-2 at a cold, damp Yankee stadium. But you know what this means. They won a series against the Orioles. This is what they're supposed to do against the Orioles. I think the big story of the night is the fact that the Yankees scored five runs on a night when Jordan Montgomery started, because they don't do that normally. Now, he did not get the decision. He threw five and two-third innings. He gave up a two-run home run to Anthony Santander that tied the game. And honestly, that was the worst pitch Montgomery threw all night, and Santander tattooed it. So what are you going to do? That happens from time to time. But the one time that the Yankees actually scored for Jordan Montgomery... They scored two runs for him. Wasn't like they scored 10, but they actually scored. So we'll count that. Giancarlo Stanton hit his 350th career home run. So he got two RBI on that. And then he also got an RBI on a single. Joey Gallo hitting his second home run of the season. I said on Wednesday show, once Joey Gallo got going, things would start to roll and it seems to be doing that let's hope it sticks i'll have a full recap of this game on the next lockdown yankees and a full recap of the next game because it's thursday afternoon so it's going to be a post-game show should be exciting hopefully and hopefully we'll be celebrating a sweep Manager Alex Cora returned to the Red Sox dugout after stepping out with COVID and led Boston to a win on the road over toronto lockdown red sox says boston had everything working on wednesday the return of Alex Cora also sparked the return of some red-hot Red Sox offense in a 7-1 win over the Blue Jays on Wednesday at Rogers Center. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox. A season-high 13 hits, Xander Bogarts going 4-for-4, four four. another strong performance from Michael Waka, Jake Diekman getting a chance to redeem himself, and overall just a very, very strong game for the offense, for the pitching, for the team as a whole. Just what they needed to get back in this win column as they try to tie the series on Thursday. I will wrap up Wednesday's game for you, as well as Thursday's finale on Thursday's episode of Locked on Red Sox. Coming up, the Giants stay hot and the Mets hand the Cardinals another loss. This is Locked on Now MLB. 
Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on your family vacations. That way, you can make sure everybody is fueled and ready to go for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and they're delicious. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy eating healthy. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? If you haven't, people are going crazy for them and you've got to try them now. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who wouldn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And all of that for only 140 calories per puff. If that's not enough flavor for you, you might want to try the Mixed Box. The Mixed Box comes with 12 flavors and you get bars and puffs. Go to Built.com to get your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That is built.com and the promo code is LOCKED15 at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. Thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our local experts have all the info you need from last night around the league in baseball. Let's go around the league. The Arizona Diamondbacks jumped on the Dodgers' mistakes yesterday to take away a series win against L.A. Locked on Diamondbacks goes over how Arizona took the win in its final at-bats. D-backs pick up their first series win of the season after a 3-1 win over the L.A. Dodgers. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. I didn't think I would ever come on here and say the D-backs just beat the Dodgers in a series because of the Dodgers' inability to throw a ball to first base, but that's what happened in this series. We saw it with Gavin Lux in game two, and then tonight, Alcantara hits a little bunt in the infield to Max Muncy. He picks it up. He just throws it over the first baseman's head. Dalton Varsho scores, gives the D-backs the lead, and that's all they needed to win this game. They almost got another run in that eighth inning thanks to the Dodgers defense because Gavin Lux has the yips or something, almost threw it away to first base, but Christian Walker was not running hard down the line, so the D-backs did not get that run there, but Great pitching in this one also by Zach Gallen. Six innings, two hits, zero earned runs. His ear right now in the season is like .69. So great win by the D-backs. They defeat the Dodgers in back-to-back games, and now they got to do it all again against the St. Louis Cardinals. The San Diego Padres starter overpowered the Reds lineup yesterday, and Locked On Padres tells you the details after the San Diego win. Keep it rolling, everybody. What's up, guys? Javier Reyes of the Lockdown Padres podcast. Pac-Man is there smiling because it was another great game for the Padres. Mackenzie Gorn, this one, 10 strikeouts. I don't care if it was the Reds. The slider looked electric. He seems to be getting better with every outing. Even if it's the Reds, love to see that from a young pitcher in Mackenzie Gore. And the Padres, eight runs today with the highlights coming from a home run from Jerks and Profar, who I'm starting to buy into him being a pretty solid contributing bat for the Padres' offense this season. And then... Of course, the guy we don't name with a solo shot. He's batting like 410. I don't know, folks. It's getting interesting. It's getting interesting, but uh, definitely for sure. A great game for the Padres yet again, even if it's against the Reds. Still counts as a win, and honestly, it's just really fun. So always stay tuned to the podcast, guys. See you later. The St. Louis Cardinals avoided the sweep after a pair of heartbreaking losses to the Mets earlier in the week. Our Locked On Cardinals and Locked On Mets host both recapped the series finale in St. Louis. That was a win the Cardinals needed to get. I'm Lucas Smith of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Cardinals beat the Mets 10-5 to avoid the sweep as the offense wakes up. 
They didn't hit a home run again, but they were able to score 10 times against the New York Mets, highlighted by a five-run fourth inning and highlighted in that specific inning by a two-run triple by Dylan Carlson. This does not fix all the problems. This does not make the season all of a sudden magically better, but this is a huge improvement for the offense. Now the question is, can they remain consistent in their offensive approach and continue to score runs at a consistent level? But I said it on today's show. Playoff teams do not get swept at home, and the Cardinals were able to find a way to avoid the sweep at the hands of the New York Mets. We also saw some fireworks as the benches cleared in the eighth inning of the game when Nolan Ariano took one up and in. I do not think that's the last we've seen of these two teams fighting. We will see these two teams again in mid-May. We could see some more fireworks and some more events there. But like I said, big story of the day, the offense was huge, and they were able to avoid a sweep. But on tomorrow's show, we'll be talking about the offense and some good things and what the Cardinals need to do to beat up on the Arizona Diamondbacks as they welcome Arizona for a four-game series. But a good win for the Cardinals on this Wednesday. The New York Mets were unable to complete the series sweep against the St. Louis Cardinals on Wednesday as they dropped the final game. They jumped all over Steven Matz early, but Carlos Carrasco got knocked around himself, and the Mets just could not get back in the game. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked On Mets, and on tomorrow's show, I'll be breaking down what we saw today. Little bit of chippiness between the Mets and the Cardinals. Mets taking offense to another hit batsman, and so they do throw high and tight on Nolan Arenado, and Arenado did not like it. So maybe a little bit of an early season rivalry forming between two teams that certainly could meet in the playoffs later on. That was obviously one of the interesting storylines, but the bottom line is through 20 games, the Mets are 14 and six and they have won the first six series that they've played. I'll be covering everything we've seen up to this point and also touching on the minor leagues on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Mats. The White Sox finally snapped their losing streak by beating the Royals in Chicago yesterday. Chicago hopes the win gets it back on track to being one of the best teams in the AL while Lockdown Royals goes over the AL Central loss. It was a miracle on 35th Street. The Chicago White Sox finally won a game. They broke their eight-game losing streak, beating the Kansas City Royals 7-3. to uh, Dylan Cease was outstanding, except for one inning, but it was the first quality start by a White Sox starter all season long. Uh, the power came from Andrew Vaughn, a huge three-run home run uh, in the seventh inning, a couple scoreless innings from Kendall Graveman, and the Sox are looking to make it two in a row now uh, tomorrow with Michael Kopech on the hill for the Southsiders. The Kansas City Royals drop game two of a three-game set with the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox snap their eight-game losing streak, and the Royals look to rebound in the rubber match on Thursday. In today's game, though, Scott Barlow comes in and gives up a three-run home run in a one-run game. Usually the Royals' most reliable bullpen arm has lost about three miles per hour on his velocity. Is that a product of the environment with the cold and frigid weather in Chicago right now, or is that a deeper issue? But Bobby Witt Jr. does keep his hit streak alive, and the Royals fall 7-3. to three. Find out more on today's Lockdown Royals podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. And that's all for today's Lockdown Now MLB. Thank you again for making Lockdown Now your first to listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure your second listens are Lockdown MLB and, of course, your team's local Lockdown podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Lockdown Now.